Hello, you guys. Welcome to the Heart of Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Desiree Siegfried, and I just want to welcome you back. It has been a few weeks since I've been back on here. You guys, I don't know what has happened this year or let alone this month, but I swear we are just on like acceleration. Like everything is just moving so fast. Um, I swear the weeks are just flying by, but you know, I'm just so thankful for grace as I spoke about in the last um, episode because, you know, we could not do it without God's grace and we cannot live this life in peace and a calm without grace for ourselves and just grace for others. And so... I am just constantly reminded about that because of how quickly things are moving and grooving. But we are on Thanksgiving week, and what a beautiful week of gratitude, of family, hopefully, of friends, of just taking a step back to look at our lives, look around at our lives, and to see what we are thankful for. Because no matter what we're going through, even if we are going through a very difficult time or if we are feeling lonely, there is always something to be grateful for as long as we have breath in our lungs and as long as we have life in us, we have something to be thankful for. All you have to do is just go outside, look around at just the beauty of of creation, the beauty of of life, of trees, of the sky, of the stars, the moon, like it is just so vast and so beautiful. And that just can also remind us of what to be thankful for, you know? Um, and so I think today I had a whole other thing planned with this, within this series, but this week is Thanksgiving. I want to talk about a life of gratitude and, and what that looks like, because I think we are often... We have a different perspective of this um, in society and in life where, oh, just people who look happy or just people who are bubbly and, you know, joyful, they live a life of gratitude. And I want to share how you can live your life of gratitude even in those dark days and even, even in the days you don't feel like smiling at everyone, like you live a lifestyle of gratitude. And it's not just like every, you know, year on Thanksgiving, you're like, oh yeah, I I should think about, you know, what I'm thankful for. No, it's a lifestyle. Just like prayer is a lifestyle or just like loving Jesus. That's a lifestyle. Like we create the life we live and that should start with gratitude each and every morning. So welcome today. We are going to talk a lot about some gratitude, maybe, you know, some Thanksgiving cheer and also just about life um, because that's really what we're here to do, to do life together, to encourage one another, to just be there for one another when we when we are going through different ups and downs. And um, so I'm so excited to dive into this, but before we get started, I wanted to share my beautiful friend Cynthia, she um, founded Her Gathering, and it's a beautiful ministry bringing women together, and she is doing a seven-session Bible study off of Christy McLellan's Jesus and Women uh, study book, and it's 
I, I'm all signed up. So it started this week. So it's not, I don't think it's too late to join. If it is, still go over to her gathering on Instagram and check it out because it is wonderful. And I'm so excited to dive into this Bible study. And this is also what I mean about making, you know, Jesus priority, making fellowship priority. It's getting involved. It's, it's seeking more. It's, um, just finding your people, you know, finding your people and getting tuned in to new Bible studies, new ways to grow. You know, we only grow by sharpening one another, like iron sharpens iron. So, you know, you know something I don't know. I can always learn from everyone I meet. And I think we need to live with that mindset of like, we don't have it all. We don't know it all. Yes, we can have tons of Bible research and tons of Bible knowledge, but do you have the faith and understand the spirit? And, you know, there's just so many things that we need to learn and I, we're never, ever done learning. <laughs> you know, we are never done learning. So such a great resource is her gathering. Um, there's so many others too. I love alabaster, uh, books to read the chapters. They're just a be- They're beautifully written for, um, beautifully put together. It's like, the chapters of the Bible, but separated. So you can just focus on one of the other ones. Um, and if you guys have any other recommendations, please feel free to DM me, email, all the things. I just love to hear new ways to um, to read, to study, and also just get connected. Um, I love you guys. And I, I love meeting, you know, people with stories. We all have a story. So I just love meeting everyone because we all have a story to share. It is within us. It is the experience we have lived through, and it's what we have to offer other people. It's our stories, and so I encourage you to to share yours with someone today, and if you don't have someone to share it with, feel free to email me. I love a good testimony. I love a good story, and I love to encourage and pray, so if you need any prayer, um, please, please, please reach out. And I would love to pray for you. Um, All right, let's go ahead and get started today. I was thinking today because we do have family in town and we are going to be doing Thanksgiving with family. And it's all Chris's family because growing up, it was just always me, my mom, my dad, and my brother. We lived far away from extended family. We never, we didn't have, you know, close, close knit family friends that we would ever really get together for holidays. And so our holidays always consisted of a very, very uneventful, um, very small, just us four, just a little meal, you know, sometimes it would be microwavable. Uh, sometimes it would just be an easy go-to off of, you know, paper plates and, and that's okay. I was still with my family. And so I was just always still grateful to have family. And then in my twenties, when I was living in California and my family was across the country in Florida, I didn't get to see them often. And we both couldn't really afford to fly across country every so often to see each other. And so I would be in California and I didn't really have family there. And so it was so fun to celebrate and have this huge meal with my friends because I had other friends who weren't going home for the holidays or maybe one of their parents came to visit. And so we would just have this huge meal and there'd be like 12 of us and 
it was just always so wonderful to at least be around people during the holidays and, and to know that I was loved regardless of not having my family. And this is all before I started jumping back into my faith and, you know, I needed people around me to feel validated. Um, but now I'm at a place where, you know, I'm sitting here and I have all this beautiful family and it's a wonderful place to be. And I'm not going to lie. I'm so, so, so grateful for that. But because of that, it got me thinking about you. It got me thinking about if anyone does not have that right now and about the people who might be isolated right now alone. And I want to encourage and I want to pray for you right now because you are on my heart. And I know that God wants you to know that you are not alone, that you are not alone. He sees you. He hears you. He wipes your tears. He he is there comforting you. And I just want you to know that as you go into this week and as you walk into, you know, this week of seeing other people's plans or hearing other people's plans, I want you to know that you are valued. You are a gem. You are always invited to God's table. You are always there. And you know, it just takes knowing that and seeking Him. So if anything, um, open your Bible this week. Uh, listen to a sermon. I don't get started on this Bible study I told you about. Um, just do anything you can to feel God's presence because He is surrounding you right now. He is surrounding you and He just wants you to be comforted. So I'm just going to start this real quick to offer up a little prayer. So dear Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you for this day. I want to thank you for this week. And I just want to thank you for every heart and soul that is listening right now. Father God, I pray for the words that you give me to impart just your faith and your goodness into them. Father, I pray for your comfort and your peace to flow over them right now, to cover them. Father God, I pray, Lord God, for any negative thoughts, for any any negativity surrounding this week, Father God, we rebuke it and we replace it with your joy, your strength, your goodness. And Father God, we just thank you for your presence. We thank you for your Holy Spirit. We thank you for your Son. We thank you for this opportunity to come together and to, to just share your word, to share your message, to share your love with one another. And so thank you, Jesus, so very much. And I just pray for protection in your hand over everyone this week, uh, whether we are alone or whether we will be with family. I just pray that we are blessed and that favor comes upon each and every one of us this week. Father, thank you. <laughs> in Jesus' name, amen. So. I wasn't really planning on talking about gratitude, but as I was, you know, as I got on here just right now, um, I realized that, you know, Thanksgiving is this week and we should definitely, definitely talk about what gratitude means. In the dictionary, gratitude means a feeling of appreciation or thanks. So, I mean, I, I know we all pretty much know what gratitude is. It's the state of being grateful, which is thankfulness, which is what Thanksgiving is all about. And it's to take a time um, to be thankful. And so I wanted to visit in the Bible where Thanksgiving and praise and gratitude are all aligned in how we should treat one another, how we should live our life with faith. It all goes together. Gratitude 
thanksgiving, praise, worship, prayer, it all is like bottled up into a bottle of faith. You know, like if we have faith, we will have thanksgiving and gratitude and praise and worship and fellowship and all the things. So let's go ahead and if you guys follow along, whether that's on your phone or in a Bible, uh, let's go ahead and turn to 1 Thessalonians 5.18. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. And so, of course, right here it says, in everything. It doesn't say just when you're happy, give thanks. It doesn't say, oh, you know, just on Thanksgiving, give thanks. Oh, you know, when you're on, in church or if you're praying, give thanks. No, it says in everything, give thanks. What is everything? Everything. <laughs> it means... It means in times of need, in times of hurt, in times of struggle, in times of confusion, in times of grief, we are to give thanks for this is the will of God because of Christ Jesus concerning you, because of his sacrifice, because of who Jesus is. So because of Jesus' sacrifice, um, God's sacrifice, you know, Jesus dying on the cross for our sins, that ignited and activated the Holy Spirit, with it, which is within us when we believe in Christ Jesus. So if you believe that Jesus is Lord and that he died and he rose and he died for our sins, then you have the Holy Spirit within inside of you. If you have never been baptized in the Holy Spirit after you gave your, your heart to the Lord, then I encourage you to ask the Lord for that, to ask the Lord to show you and to activate the Holy Spirit within you. And typically this is activated, you know, you'll you'll be able to speak in tongues and you you just are able to hear the Lord more, to know the Lord more, to have a more intimate relationship with him. And all of this, you know, I'm jumping ahead, all of that about the Holy Spirit, I will get into in my next series. I am excited for that, but right now we're just in the Ignite series. So what I want to do in this series is ignite you to live in faith, to look at your day each morning and be like, how can I honor you, Lord? How can I let go of anxiety, fear, worry, stress, grief, struggle, pain? How can I do that and ignite my life for you? How can I have a fire over me that that just people know that I am on fire for you. How, how can I have that in my life? How can I look like that? How can I, how can I do this? And so the whole point of this Ignite series is to do just that. And so with gratitude, it's so important. It is so important. Gratitude not only just jumpstarts a positive mind, it allows you to appreciate where you're at. And this is God's will. So I spoke I speak about this a lot where we often just jump ahead and we constantly want to do our will. We constantly strive for things in our will in the way that we want to do it. We use our gifts and our skills that God gave us, but we do it in our control. We don't allow God to move in our lives because we are filled with control and we are afraid to surrender. We are afraid of what might happen, but that is where faith comes in. That is where we just give our life to him. We say, God, have your way. You know, your way is greater than mine. You know all things and he knows what is to come. So we've got to trust that he has something better in store for us than we have for ourselves. And so when we walk, wake up each day and when we walk in gratitude, we are doing his will. It is what he wants for us. 
And he wants that for us because he knows it's good for us. He knows that gratitude is going to uplift our mornings. Gratitude is going to make us be a better person to our children, a better person to our spouse, a better person to the stranger at the coffee shop. When we wake up each morning and we give thanks for all things, for everything, we are doing the will of God and we are living by faith. And so I love 1 Thessalonians because, you know, that verse, but also the other verses in chapter 5 because it's an epistle to the church, you know, to the Thessalonians. And it's really advising them how to live, how to be a Christian. And it's a beautiful chapter, a short chapter that gives direct instruction. <laughs> um, and I, so I'm just going to share a few. So from verse 13 on, and to esteem them, he's talking about how to handle our brethren and, and how to live the way that God wants us. And so let's see, verse 13, and to esteem them very highly in love for their work's sakes and be at peace among yourself. Now we exhort you, brethren, warn them that are unruly, comfort the feeble-minded, support the weak, be patient towards all men. Ain't that a hard one to do? Um, see that none render evil for evil unto any man, but ever follow that which is good, both among yourselves and to all men. Again, all men. And in the Bible, that means women too. So all men and women. See that none render evil for evil. So when someone be, you know is wrong to you, that doesn't mean that you go and seek revenge. We need to see that our brothers and sisters don't do that. We need to see that our family members don't do that, that our friends don't do that, that those closest to us, you know, act in a loving, loving way that God wants for us. So he says to all men, be patient towards all men and see that none render evil. And so this is where we jump into verse 16. And this is pretty much how we are thankful. We are giving thanks because we are we rejoice evermore. We pray without ceasing. And then that's where verse 18 comes in. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. And so those are just two ways of the many that we can give thanks. We rejoice evermore. So what does rejoicing mean? The meaning of rejoice is to give joy to give joy to. So what we're doing when we rejoice in the Lord, we are giving joy to all of the things that God has given us. We are giving joy. We are joyful, delighted. And I just love joy. I love the word joy because you know what? We live in a very pessimistic society. And you know, I actually just saw, this was really disheartening, but I saw an article on Apple News I didn't even go click to read it because I don't need that type of negativity in my life. But the title said, Toxic Positivity. And then it went on to say about how it's annoying. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. Like, So we are going to promote negativity because a, sup supposedly positivity is toxic. And I just think this is so sad because that is not what God wants. That is not what he, his will is for his children. He wants his children to be joyful, to give thanks, you know? And so, yeah, I know it was so sad to see that. And then I saw it promoted again, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, give it up. We need to promote positivity, not negativity. There's enough out there in the world already. I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want it. So the second thing that 
this this chapter here is kind of saying, alluding to how to give thanks is to pray without ceasing. And without ceasing means you just don't stop. You pray without stopping. You pray because you want to. Rejoice evermore. You're giving joy to the Lord forevermore. And you are praying without ceasing. I, I do believe that you can be gr- grateful as a non-believer, obviously. You know, it's a feeling of gratitude, of appreciation. But when you are grateful and, and live from a heart of thankfulness, it's a Jesus thing. You know, it is a thing that only God can provide within your soul to be grateful in all things and, and not to see. You just have a different different perspective. You know, a perspective and perception because your perception is different. I can walk into a very bad situation in my life and not see it the way others would see it because I see hope. I see what can be from the ashes. I see the beauty in the ashes because I know that my God's hand is on it and I know that I can overcome anything because he holds the victory and if he holds the victory and I am his child, then I hold the victory. And that is all in Christ Jesus. And so I just encourage and I, I this is I think what I want most is to ignite that within your heart and within your soul to to rejoice evermore to pray without ceasing to give thanks in everything because life is hard there's no denying that life is hard and God did not say it's going to be easy Jesus did not have an easy way within his ministry it's not going to be easy but it is going to be right and it is going to be filled with hope and it is going to be filled with life and it's going to be filled with joy and it's going to be filled with freedom. And I mean, I am just a living testament of, of just knowing that the glory of God and, and knowing like he can turn all things new. He can turn your life around in a matter of seconds. Just turn to him and ask him, seek him and you shall find. Ask and you will receive. He loves us. A father does not keep things from their children out of out of like condemnation or out of he does not do that. He if he keeps anything from us, it's because it's not meant to be or we are not ready for it. But he is a loving God regardless. He does everything out of love. I think the least we can do in our walk in faith is to wake up each morning and say Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for the breath in my lungs. Thank you, God, for your world, for this life that I get to live. Thank you for free will to be able to make the choices. But Father God, thank you for your guidance to show me my way, to show me my path. If we can just wake up and be grateful for the people in our lives. Yeah, they may not be perfect because none of us are. They might be annoying a little bit or maybe make you a little irritable or maybe maybe they're hurtful. And that is why we pray without ceasing. We also pray for those people in our lives. The more we pray, the more gratitude we have in our hearts. And I just could go on and on and on because there's so many different facets, I guess, you can have Thanksgiving and how you can be in a bad situation but turn it to good with gratitude. Like, I guess for a broad example, whenever something 
you know, in, in the workplace, especially um, back in the day, if there was anything, if there was any contention or someone that was really difficult, to be honest, I know you all are thinking of someone right now because they're all there, but you know, working environment environments are very difficult, especially if personalities clash. And so for instance, one time, this is, at, you know, when I got back into my faith, so I was seeking God diligently and I had a, a different heart. I, I, you know, I, I, it wasn't a proud heart. I, I could humble myself and I could not have to have the last word. But with gratitude, what I started to do and with, with prayer, rather than letting this person affect my mood, affect my day, affect my work, I started to pray for them and I started to be grateful for them. And the more that I did that, the more that it changed the circumstance around. That person started having a softer heart towards me. They started listening to me more. It's because we both were needing, wanting to be in leadership. And so, you know, that's difficult um, when there's a competitive spirit behind it. And so I, it was just a great testament, I guess you could say, to, to how praying with a grateful heart can change things. It changes not only your outlook or your perspective, it changes the situation. So if you're in a hard place right now, I will I, I ask you to take a week, take seven days and be thankful for where you're at. Just wake up every day and be thankful. Say God, thank you, thank you, you know, and, and surrender it to him. Be thankful. Be like, you know, I don't know what you have in store, but I am thankful for where I am because I know that times can be hard, but I know that your hand is on it and I know that you can get me out. And the more thankful you are for God in general, you know, like for everything, the more your situation will turn around. The people you start to pray for, the enemies that you start to pray for and be grateful for, the more the situation will turn around. I just really, I truly encourage you to try it just even for seven days. And I just pray that God has, you know, will show you and and move things around. But your own heart has to, to walk in gratitude and because gratitude is love, right? Like when I'm grateful for my husband, I'm, it's love. Like he doesn't have to do anything for me to be grateful for him. He doesn't have to like take out the grow, take out the trash or, you know, carry the groceries. Like I'm just so grateful for his presence in my life. And I believe that's what God is asking as well. He, he wants us to be grateful for his presence, regardless of our circumstances. Let me say that again. He wants us to be grateful for him regardless of our circumstances. So because his presence is around us every second of every day, the Holy Spirit within us guides us with, and when we pray, he's always there. You know what I mean? Like, well, he's just always there. Even when we don't pray, he's there. But in prayer, you're able to hear him more. You're able to get guidance more. You're able to kind of just seek, seek the help and, and ask him for what you need, but with a grateful heart. You know, there's so many other verses in the Bible. There's, I mean, there's so many, so, so many about Thanksgiving and gratitude. But I just loved that First Thessalonians chapter 5 had kind of the two, kind of direction on two different ways that you can, you can live in everything giving thanks because it's the will of God. And I encourage you to read um, chapter 5 for yourself. I always want to encourage you to seek it after yourself because maybe God can reveal something to you personally when you read scripture. I know for me that's the case. You know, you might 
listen to a sermon and, and get the context of what a verse means, but you truly need to seek it yourself to see what God wants to reveal to you um, because his word is never ending. It's never changing. Um, you need to, his word is above all. It's above his name. His word is above any other name. And so it's just important to seek it. It's important to um, seek out revelation for yourself so that you you can walk in the truth. You can walk in light. And, and you know, yeah, go read this chapter because it also talks about um, being the light, being the light in the darkness. And it's, you know, it's what we need to do, especially now. The way that we can change the world is not going to be by dwelling in the negativity of it. It's not going to be by complaining about it. No, not at all. We cannot change a world if we are complaining about it. We can only change a world if we can see the hope and the joy and the truth and the future beyond it, way beyond it. If we can lean on God and see and ask him for revelation, if we can ask him for peace, peace of mind, for comfort, for protection, for safety, and if we can be grateful for where we're at, it changes, it changes all things. Prayer changes things. Rejoicing and praising His name changes things. If I'm ever in a bad mood, I just turn on worship music and I start to praise and I start to pray and that shifts my attitude in a matter of seconds because <laughs> we all need it sometimes. I don't seek social media. I don't seek food. I, I seek Him and that is where true joy lies. So I encourage you to, um, to think about what you're grateful for right now. And wake up each day and list out three people you're grateful for. List out three things you are grateful for. And we all can find things to be grateful for no matter where you're at. Because look around you. Like, creation is absolutely marvelous. Just think of someone you admire. Think of how God created them. Their mind, the way they think. We have to be grateful for the people around us. Good and bad. You know, in hindsight, many of my bad situations have led me to who I am. Not that it was wonderful to walk through, but um, I think just being grateful for that. Gratitude, you know, gratitude takes surrender. And with surrender comes forgiveness. So if you're holding on to any unforgiveness, I encourage you to go back to the episode on forgiveness <laughs> and re-listen to it. Because it's one of the first steps to having a true, pure heart being able to lead with love and lead with gratitude and lead with faith. And so anyways, I hope that you guys can take away something from this, take away gratitude um, wherever you're at, whatever you're, you're feeling right now about maybe a person or maybe about a situation. I pray that it can shift your mind and it can just make this day a little more joyful for you. And so we're going to pray for joy. Um, I'm going to pray for joy over you right now. So dear Heavenly Father, thank you again for everyone listening. Thank you again for your, your joy in our hearts. Your joy is our strength. And with our strength, we can be bold and we can, we can do things that only we can do through you, with you, and in you. Father God, you have your hand on us. You protect us always. We pray, Father God, if there is anything keeping us from a life of gratitude, a mind of gratitude, and a heart of gratitude, Father God, please expose those areas of our life to us. Help us to see more clearly where we need to maybe shift, change, or do things differently, think differently, Father God. I pray, Lord God, for your peace and your, your life 
to just cover us right now. We pray over family gatherings, Lord God. We pray for reconciliation and we pray for a calmness over conversation, a calmness and a love in in just gatherings, Lord God. We pray, Father God, for no division. We pray for no spirit of confusion, no spirit of strife to enter into these gatherings, Lord God. We just pray for your understanding and for your love to cover each and every one of us as we go into this week and as we go into this holiday week. So thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Amen. Amen. So thank you guys so much for joining me. You know, it really, really means a lot because, you know, I didn't, I never really wanted to do a podcast, but the Lord kind of um, led me to do it. And the more that I'm doing it, the more I just love being able to share my heart uh, with you guys. And so, you know, let me know if there's other topics you would love for me to touch on, if you would love for me to walk through, or if you have any questions whatsoever at all, or if you need prayer for anything, email me at hello at DesireeSiegfried.com or head to DesireeSiegfried.com and you can find my book, The Road to Roses, which is my life story, um, full of hope and full of faith, but you can also find my dresses. Um, It'll take you to the link for shop.DesireeHeartSock.com and you guys, I really, really want you to follow Prayer Doves on Instagram or Right now I just have a landing page, um, prayerdoves.com, because I am launching some beautiful prayer cards very soon where we will be able to pray it forward and also keep prayers for ourselves to re- um, just to pray over us each and every day. So please give me a follow over there. I'm really, really looking forward to being able to, to, to launch Prayer Doves and just to be able to... I don't know, just to be able to connect more. And I also have a lot of really cool things that I'm doing um, for the Lord in our personal lives, but also just, you know, for the kingdom. And so I'm excited to share more on that because I do feel like it is a really big thing that God is allowing me to lead. And so I am just really excited and I would love all of your support. So um, feel free to head to the landing page page on that as well. It's the-vine.org. And I'm just so excited for what God's going to do in your life, you guys. We we all have a story and we all need to share it. And we all need to get connected with other believers or other people who can kind of encourage. We're, we're all meant to edify one another and to encourage one another. So if you don't have encouraging people in your life, I encourage you right now to start. Like get locked into to a um, Bible study or into a group of women or just any anywhere that you can find you know good 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 women or a good friend to be supportive and you know what if you can't find it pray pray ask God ask God to get to bring people into your life you know I've been so lucky this year to have met just so many incredible women and especially one Cynthia I mean she has just been just like such a sister in Christ. And so I just want to encourage you to pray for that because he does answer our prayers very much. And so it's all in his timing. And I love you guys so very much. Have a beautiful, beautiful Thanksgiving wherever you are. And just know that you are not alone. I love you. Reach out to me and have a beautiful week. Okay. Bye guys.